the Blog Lancer podcast, a podcast for UK bloggers, businesses and creatives who want to get visible and be seen as an authority online. Let's get started. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Blog Lancer podcast. Today is a reflective episode and we're going to look back on September. We're going to talk about our stats and we're going to focus specifically on my own blogs for this one. So I'm going to tell you my traffic for my blogs and give you a rough estimate of how much I earned from them. Now I've talked a lot before in like reflective episodes, like you know, like my income or my earnings or like you know, what work I had that month. And if you've listened to a few other episodes, you'll know that I'm really passionate about having like a range of different income streams, a range of different things um, to do. But that being said, um, today I was actually interviewed by a journalist for Metro, which will hopefully go live this week, get me a nice backlink hopefully, um, about blogging. And she said like, well, how much can bloggers earn? And it reminded me like, I talk so much about blogging. And I know some people are blogging for their business to make them sales. But I still get asked that from bloggers, people that want to start a blog out of their own interest and are perhaps interested in working with brands or being affiliates and things like that. Um, So because of that ages ago if you followed me right from the start way back in 2017 as it turned out I realized today I felt like it was last year but it wasn't I created a blog post where I interviewed loads of bloggers and they shared their earnings um, and it was a really useful guide that lots of people use but obviously so much time has passed since then um, and I thought it might be useful to talk about it more in a podcast episode so I will link in the show notes because um, it also gives you an idea of the sorts of different reasons why a blogger might charge a certain amount so it might be because of their domain authority it might be because of their Instagram following um, I do think the rates are maybe a little bit low especially because like five years have passed um, and of course they're not wholly 100% accurate because I couldn't ask like thousands of bloggers but it might be worth having a read anyway but I thought let's just break down um, my earnings just from blogging this month so as I've said in a few podcasts and I talked about perhaps the start of this year now I don't do a lot of advertisements like Instagram ads I can't remember the last time I did an Instagram ad or a TikTok ad or anything like that um because I just wanted to move away from that. Um, I do a lot of freelance work now. So I do like freelance blog content copy for other brands. And I do uh, PR a lot for other businesses as well. And obviously my freelance journalism work. So I would say that is still where the majority of my day is um, and the majority of like my income is. However, I do still earn some money from my blogs, which I'm really proud of because I've created them. um, And it's a little bit more passive because a lot of the money I earn is from like older posts. So we're just going to focus on that today because I know it can be a bit annoying. Like when people say to you, like, here's how to earn £5,000 from blogging. And then they say, well, £4,500 is selling your own course. So if I said to you, here's how to earn £5,000, but 4000 of it was as a freelance writer, you might think like, I don't want to be a freelance writer. I just want to know about having my own blog and making money from it. Making money from it, is it possible? Um, and yeah so although I always recommend being diverse with your income um, in my case I was able to 
earn a living just full-time blogging for a few years and it wasn't that there wasn't work for me but I was just getting myself really stressed about like the algorithm and stats and reach um, and I would literally check my Google Analytics like every day and I would know exactly why a post had gone down and then if like my Pinterest dropped I would be thinking why if I didn't get as much likes um, and I found it quite unhealthy so I decided to take a step back um, focus on all my freelance stuff where my my payment or sort of my satisfaction is based on sort of the words I create rather than necessarily how many people it reaches um but also have a varied income because obviously things change so much um so I decided to take a step back start putting pressure on myself about when I blogged stop stressing about how many likes I had on Instagram um I didn't post on Instagram for about a month on one of my accounts and it was brilliant I didn't stress about it at all um and that's why I do my other things so definitely still possible to make a full-time living blogging or being on Instagram um but for me I was just getting so stressed about all the stats and the metrics of it and I wanted to just take a step back and now I'll just blog sometimes I don't have a set schedule obviously for the brands I work with uh, like the blog content I make for them for their sites I obviously do need a set schedule but for my own blogs I might post like twice in one week one week because that's something I really want to post about and then I might not post for a few weeks and I no longer stress about it so it's great but I do still earn some money from it so let's break it down for you going to go from like bottom to top so I've got three blogs um and we'll start with the one that gets the the least traffic so it's not really a blog anymore but it's called the blog glancer obviously the name of this podcast and it started out actually as a proper blog with lots of useful content on blogging and freelancing but obviously as I went more into like the freelance and like client services side of things I needed a site that would also host like you know examples of my writing and my services page so it's not like a typical like hi how are you blog but it does still have some useful blog posts on there now the blog lancer gets about three thousand views a month um at least it did last month and there's not i haven't really posted any new blog content on there last month other than do my updates of like the podcast i think i might have posted one blog post on there um but i don't usually post on there for blog content anymore so that all comes from google i didn't put pinterest on there either um and I don't expect to make any money from the blog in itself necessarily um, because, as I say, it's more of a platform for all the other freelancing stuff that I do. I don't run ads on there. Um, I do get approached about sponsored posts on there, but I don't tend to do them because it looks a little bit jarring with, obviously, people finding out about my services. I did have one call specifically from this blog this month where I'll hopefully be creating content for like a new freelancer platform which would be a paid job um, but that's not confirmed yet so let's not include that in the thing so <clears throat> I made £45 from product income from this site this month so I have um, a, a bundle of PR resources that I sell and also one second also um, a digital ebook I saw one of those and one of the PR package. So that at the end of the day, it's content, it's things that I've already created. So I, I just love that, especially I actually set up some of my digital products on AppSumo and I've no idea when people find it. I've probably only had about five or six sales from there. But of course, like I don't do anything. I don't post about it or, you know, and those just sort of come through. So it's always nice to wake up to one. So um, 
That was the only money really I made from that site. But I did have somebody read a blog post and book a power hour in with me as well. Um, so I charge £300 for the power hour. It's like a power hour with like PR. You get your press release written. You get a step-by-step guide, like who to pitch to. So it's actually more than an hour. Um, but I don't think I would have got that if they hadn't have found my blog and this podcast. So I guess we can count it in that. It depends how seriously you're going to take it. You could knock that off and just say £45 if you want. But that's the blog glancer. Let's go to the second one. So the second uh, most popular blog was Mamernity. So Mamernity is like my mum's site. I set it up when my son was born because I have my main blog, which we'll come to at the end. Um, but I was trying to post mum stuff on there, you know, just have a chat. Um, I wasn't really thinking about it in terms of money, really. I just wanted to talk about it. But just people, I think people were like, why is she talking about being a mum on this a balanced belly site, which is all about gluten-free and gut health. So it is a little bit random. Um, yeah, and I think people thought like, I, I do think having a niche is really important. So I think people were like, well, where has she gone with this? One minute she's talking about like gluten-free slow cooker recipes and next she's showing us a picture of her son. It can work for some people, but it didn't work for me. So I started off this maternity um, and I thought, Let's just see, actually. It'd be an interesting experiment because this time around, um, I don't have the mistakes that I made last time. So let's see how quickly I can raise the DA and stuff like that. And he did manage to raise, I managed to get the DA to 25, which is now, and I managed to do that fairly quickly. Um, And it it used to get around 10,000 views a month, which I was really pleased with because, again, it's like my second blog. Um, I haven't been posting on it as much recently, so it gets around 5,000. It gets anywhere between five and 10,000 pound. Um, But for me, this is sort of my passion project. It's something that, you know, if I want to talk about my son and he's he's got some speech delay issues and I want to write this content, um, I post it on there. It's led to me having quite a successful TikTok. So I have about 13,000 followers on TikTok that's linked to the blog. And I'm getting a lot of business inquiries on TikTok at the moment, but I haven't committed to anything yet. Um, just because, yeah, I'm not sure what direction I want to go in with that. So, I don't really actively pursue lots of sponsorship stuff on this site. Okay, so what did we get then? So, yeah, I've already talked about the traffic. So, I made £80 in affiliate income from Mamernity this month. Uh, £50 of it is I have a blog post reviewing a really great speech therapy program that my son did. Um, and I get a referral payment from that. And then I think around £30 is affiliate income from Amazon. So I basically have two really good posts that do well with Amazon and Google. Um, so one is like a Tony Box review and one is a book and toy speech delay. So I, I couldn't tell you which one I don't really check it, but every month I usually get a thing from Amazon saying like, you know, you've got £30. I usually just use it as a gift voucher, but having a little boy, I just I use Amazon all the time. So I just I sort of count it as cash, really. Um, but yeah, yeah. So though that's really from those two posts, really. I'm not hugely hot on using affiliate links. I don't often use them on my social media because I feel like sometimes everything seems like it's an affiliate link. But I do know those two posts do well on Google and it brings me that a bit of affiliate income. And those two posts were genuinely written from things that I really wanted to write about anyway. So it's a nice little, I'll take it. And then I did two sponsored blog posts on that that blog. Uh, So 
these were guest posts so I was paid to post the guest posts as opposed to doing like social media promotion so I charged a hundred dollars for each of the guest posts I think or thereabouts so that brings it to two hundred dollars uh, and then plus the 80 pound in affiliates so I'm always really pleased with that because that really is just my space to talk um, and share. Um, I actually focused a bit more this month because I'd made a little bit of earning from it. I put a bit more energy into creating some really good content about my son's speech delay. So um, that is from that site. So my final blog is A Balanced Belly. So A Balanced Belly is my original blog. It's been going for about oh since 2000 yeah about 10 years I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it so I'm so grateful for it because a balanced belly was the reason that I was able to leave teaching um, I started it when I was diagnosed with Crohn's um, and I was living abroad at the time I was a teacher so like, I didn't really know many people so I was like I'm going to just create this blog um and it did start to get traffic. I can't remember how much traffic because I wasn't interested in making money or anything like that then. Um, but when I came back home to England, I started to get like occasional emails about sponsored posts. I actually got like a book deal to write a book about Crohn's disease. I didn't make any money from that. <laughs> um, but um, And I just started to get more recognition. So because it was quite a strong niche because it was literally about gut health. It's like no one was blogging about that uh, because it's not the most exciting thing to blog about. Um, and it just really evolved really naturally um, until it got to the point where I was able to leave my teaching job. So um, when I left my teaching job, it was at around 30,000 views a month. So I was making um, probably about £400 or so a month from Mediafine. And I was doing sponsored posts on Instagram. And I was on Instagram like every day. That was where I also made some money. And that was when obviously I used it for freelance writing. So I know I've talked about this in other episodes, but if you have a blog with a niche, it is so good for freelance writing. So I've actually got a job at the moment um, writing all the blog content for a health platform um, and they approached me based on just reading my blog uh, what they googled I don't know um, but it, that's that's like one of my best paying monthly uh, retainers um, so I'm so grateful for that blog in lots of different ways um, it's, it's really helped my career tremendous I don't think I would have a career um, without it in freelance writing at least so um, that's my blog I go through stages with it. So when I was a full-time blogger, so to speak, you know, I'd be posting several times a week and I was really growing on Instagram and I was optimizing all my posts. Um, and as I said, I just started to get a little bit stressed by that. Um, I was worrying about the stats, um, worrying about sort of advertisers. And, you know, if I was working with brands on sponsored posts, I was really stressing um, about that as well. Um, so... And I sort of lost the focus of it because the focus was obviously to provide like really important, like supportive information for people with Crohn's disease and gut health. And um, I think I, I lost the way a little bit purely because it was my job. So I was thinking like, what do people, what are people Googling? You know, what's going to include affiliate links? And I was like, well, let's just take a second. Like you've created this from scratch to be helpful to people. Um, so as I said, we took a step back. 
So my traffic hasn't really increased than when I was working on it like really productively as a full-time blogger. It gets about 20,000 views a month now. So I know that's still a good figure, but in its like heyday when I was working really hard, I was like doing, you know, giveaway posts, weekly, twice weekly posts, lots of promoting. It was getting probably double that. Um, it's just a balance, as I've said, but I'm really grateful for that traffic still because that's still a huge amount of people that read my blog. And, you know, every time I log on, I see comments from people saying thank you. And that really is the most important thing for me. So on a balanced belly, I have Mediavine advertisements. So Mediavine is like Google AdSense, you know, like ads that you see on websites, but they pay better and they don't look as like, ugly because sometimes, you know, I think ads sometimes on a site can look really intrusive. With Mediavine, you can sort of tweak it. And I have it on one of the lowest settings um, because, again, I'm conscious like people are coming for help about Crohn's and gut health. They don't want to be bombarded with ads. So I have it on one of the lowest settings. Um, but I made £187.20 from advertising that month. That is probably one of the lowest amounts I've received, to be honest. Um, so usually is over 200 but Mediavine works a few months like behind time. So there was actually a time that... The, I won't go into loads of detail, but like RPM is like how much money you earn per thousand page views. And it sort of dips and goes up and down. And it actually went really down around the time of the Queen's death. I don't know if this is the payment for that period, but um, at other times of the year, or perhaps like people aren't really searching. Like, for example, my best traffic is always in January. Everyone's like Googling, like trying to get a bit healthier and gluten-free and, you know, gut health and all of that sort of stuff. So my best traffic is in January usually, and it's sort of maybe not so much in the summer um, but also because as I said I haven't updated as much so although my domain authority is still good um, I know there's some posts that I'm not ranking for on Google as much um, and also with Mediavine you, the best way uh, to get high ad revenue is to like, optimize, optimize all your blog posts with like videos and I was really good at doing that when I was like in full-time blogger mode. Like, you know, I would always do video and I just sort of fell out of that habit. So it's on my to-do list because I've started to fall back in love with it a little bit more. I've posted actually two or three times in the past couple of weeks on that blog, which is unheard of for me. On the to-do list um, to, to keep posting. But at the end of the day, I still think that's really great passive income. And that £187 is probably the most passive income of everything I've talked about because... Um, it's mainly based based on ad revenue for older blog posts that rank on Google um, and Pinterest. So I'm literally doing nothing for it. Obviously, I've done lots of hard work in the past, but if I didn't post for a month, I would still get some of that ad revenue. So I'm happy with that. Um, so in terms of affiliate income, I don't have a huge amount of affiliate links. So I actually got... I don't know if we can count this as money, but I have a post that does relatively well uh, for the term like gluten-free recipe boxes. So I had <coughs> about £50 of referral credit. So you don't get the money, but you get it towards a recipe box. Um, I always think that's great because I use the recipe boxes anyway. So I count it as money, but you don't have to. And then I did a few sponsored posts on that blog. So as well as that, I did make some money from sponsored posts this month on A Balanced Belly. Um, I think that's probably why I was creating more content as well. I find when you create more blog content, you then get more inquiries about sponsored posts, which is strange. But um, 
so what did I get so I got one blog post where I had to review review some food and I got a payment on top um, and then I had another one that was just a sponsored blog post this wasn't a huge amount compared to what I maybe would have charged this time last year but that's because like I'm not really offering like lots of social media promotion so I used to offer like newsletter promotion Instagram promotion um, and all of those sorts of things reels and all of those sorts of things and I don't really offer that much anymore um just because like I said I was stressing so much about various algorithms so these were just sort of two simple sponsored blog posts so the total for those uh, was 300 pound to earn from that blog so for the two sponsored posts together so that was like 300 187 and then if you count the gusto so it's just over 500 pound so I'm actually really pleased with that writing that down um as I said I don't tend to have many sponsored posts on a balanced belly um but even without it having 200 pound of sort of passive income that I didn't have to do a lot of work for um is great if you got to the end of this episode uh you might be keeping tabs i think it was around 750 pound i've took out the power hour when i work out that total because you know a lot of you aren't going to have that service so you're like okay well that's no good to me um but yeah i think it's around that over the over the three blogs and i, I think that's really good um because as i said at the start of the episode it's not my main earner not to say that's not a really great figure but i just mean in terms of where i'm spending most of my time so like in my nine to five looking back this week i've had like two full days to work and i've had half a day this morning because my son hasn't been very well um i spent an hour on my blog this week i had one blog post for maternity and maybe you know obviously recording this podcast and a bit of Instagram, perhaps another hour. So it's not where I'm spending loads of my time. So I think actually the return on that is really great. And it sort of made me think, okay, maybe I'm going to spend a bit more time blogging. Um, But it's also just really exciting that, you know, content that you've created years ago can still bring you income, you know, even if it's that £30 affiliate, if it's that £7 ebook, if it's that um, £187 in Mediavine advertisements, I just think that's amazing for content that I've created three or four years ago. So this episode has actually got me feeling really excited about blogging. Let me know if it's been useful, if you've got any questions and I'll be back next week. you've been listening to the blog lancer podcast i really hope you found this episode useful say hello at jenna farmer uk social or if you want to connect on facebook i have a facebook group specifically to help you master your blog content for tips and tricks to help you grow or even start a blog so you can find that linked in the show notes come and join i'd love to have you otherwise you can check out other episodes of the blog lancer podcast or click uh, the show note link to find out more about what i do if you want to get in touch and have a chat you can email me on hello at theblogglancer.co.uk